Please tell me you can hear me. Please tell me you can hear me. Yes! Oh my god, we did it! We did it! Hello, well, uh, I'm sorry. Hello, everyone. I guess. And welcome to uh, the next installment. And uh, guys, uh, I'm just going to tell you, this is like the fifth, 15th time we've tried this. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's been crazy, um, but oh, Brandon, I'm, I'm thinking of renaming this episode. Uh, you, like you know how Eve had uh, think uh, sorry about the <laughs> no, bollocks. Or, uh, or yes, the bollocks? I was just about to say, like you mentioned me that show where they just had all that, all those technical difficulties. The one where they had Minami Toyota on there of all fucking people. Which I mean, you know, it's not necessarily their fault. You know, it's just timing and shit. But like. Man, what imagine a legend like Manami Toyota coming in and to this show they can't even get their technical stuff right. I'm so, I mean I get it, I get it, but it's you're dealing with a wrestling deity here. Come on. <laughs> this lowbrow. This this just oh uh, uh, disgusting. These poor uh, people. Uh, but yeah, guys, uh, this is our uh, somewhat late um, Wrestle Queendom we review. Don't, we don't have a schedule. We don't. Uh, but <laughs> it's late for us. It's later than what we wanted wanted uh, to put out, but uh, we're here. Uh, we're doing this. Ladies and gentlemen, there is this thing we have. It is called, uh, it is called Jobs. And it's called Making a Living, Making Money. And uh, this is going to be some money, but you know. Gotta get that. Gotta get that job. But hey, we made time. We are here now, and that's all that matters. And you guys are here to listen to us talk about our favorite indie wrestling promotion on the planet, Brandon's favorite wrestling promotion in general. Absolutely. I'm. Um, I'm just ready for this because he. Uh, I must. I first. Uh, I don't think I mentioned it on a podcast. I must first thank Jackie, um, old TPA um, original. Um, you know, I, I beat my chest because you know respect uh you can hear it though um but yeah she introduced me to this i think she introduced you as well to this um i didn't get as into it as i probably should have then but you know hey the cream cream rises to the top you know yeah i twisted your arm and you know you You twisted my arm you no, you didn't twist my arm. You literally did a pen. Uh, you pulled a pentagon and you just pulled my arm out of its socket. And you said, "Hey, I'm gonna break the other one if you don't watch this fucking show." I pulled and I did. Part of the socket, and I dragged you. You pulled a Quan Chi. You took my arm, even though it was his leg, and you just beat me over the head with my arm. Right. So. Just jump straight in. This is this is the yes. This is the culmination to me of you know me getting into the wrestling Eve fandom and just how great it is. Because I will say right now, this was my favorite show. I've watched four or five shows. I watched the second Wrestle Kingdom. I watched um, what was the one we just? What was the review we just did? Uh, let's get shit faced and let's scream into the void. The void, yes. And I, re- I like how I remembered it right as you said it. Um, both really good shows. Um, the Rhea O'Reilly versus uh, Lord Demon Taylor storyline has been amazing, and it has all culminated to Wrestle Kingdom three, their biggest show with their biggest crowd. And I must say, this 
while the other shows are really good and I'm like, oh yeah, this is good stuff, they didn't make me mark out like this show did. I loved, loved, loved this show. I, my voice went another octave during the Battle Royal. And that was the first match, the Battle Royal. This show, like, while the other shows, I respected them and appreciated them and I really liked some of the talents, this one actually made me mark out as a fan. Like, Which, as you know, battle royals aren't always the best. I mean, they're fine for what they are, but they can be kind of clusterfucky. Oh, they're clusterfucky. And I'm not saying this one wasn't because every battle royal is clusterfucky, but this one was uh, Royal Rumble style. You know, two people come in and uh, every 60 seconds, I don't know how they did it, whether it was 60 or 90, I didn't count. Um, another entrant comes in. So, I like that format more because we don't have 20 people in a fucking ring. And because, you know, when 20, 30, 40 people are in a fucking ring, it's it's a mess. It's it's a train wreck. You, we all know. Granted, it, there were 15 participants, and yet it was still kind of clusterfucky, but it was clusterfucky in the right kind of way. It it wasn't to the point where, like, we couldn't see what was going on. Like, couldn't see what was going on. Like... And in it, fact, it was, that's yeah. actually where, in fact, that's actually where, like, they really shined was being able to, was the camera work being able to show everybody getting their shit in and everybody getting a moment. Yeah. And there were, there were moments where it was kind of hard to catch it, but, like, that's just how battle royals are. Like, sometimes you'll see something in, like, like in the corner, you'll be like, oh, wait, that was probably a big thing that could have happened. It'd be a shame if everyone saw it. Whatever. Um, but you know, it, um, let's you want to talk about the stars, uh, the stars of these of this match, um, which um, to kind of in layman's terms, guys, like there were fifteen participants. We didn't have a list of every participant. We're going to talk about just a few well, people. And, you know, and I, I, well, I say this. Well, here's the thing: Brandon has notes. I don't because I don't do notes. <laughs> I don't believe in this. No, I just, I'm just lazy. I'm really lazy. We had the finish of the Battle Royal. We just don't have every single person who was in it. Right, right. We have the finish. Um, I Well, here's the thing. The reason why we don't have everyone that was in it, a lot of them weren't even like regular Eve talent. They were locals. Right. A lot of them were local talent that we'd never seen before. Um but which let's just get probably, into it. Which means, you know, they probably wrestled like uh, around the UK scene. I'm, most of them have, but like, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, you don't know everybody. And, you know, this definitely made me interested to see some people. So let's get into these people. Who were the standouts to this battle royal for you? Because I already know mine. Um. Well, I mean, for one, fucking Nightshade. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there you go. She, uh, this is my third time I think I've seen Nightshade. Uh, big girl, big, big girl, but moves very well. Has she's a very good heel, has good character to her. Um, uh, she is part of Rhea O'Reilly's group of uh, hench, henchwomen or ponies, if you will, to her Shayna, the better Shayna, but still, yeah, um. Uh, yeah, Nightshade, uh, she was out there wrecking shit. Of course, as she do. Which, a big theme of this Battle Royal, just the Battle Royal, I mean, which, which it was uh, throughout the whole night. It was throughout the whole night, but the Battle Royal specifically, Stan Hansen tributes. 
this whole battle royal was a tribute to the great, the legend, Stan, the man, Hanson, or whatever he used to do. Um, this was great. Uh, the, to me, uh, we had a lot of people throwing lariats, but the biggest, the one I want to give a big shout out to is someone who I've had a first exposure to on the show, Livy Grace, uh, much better than Jordan Grace. I will first of all say, uh, kind of same, kind of same side, like big girl, big strong girl. Um, a lot of black excellence, so like, a- like this match would probably definitely be um, Asia's uh, cup of tea. There's a lot, like I think like six or seven of them were like, uh, were black, like black female talent. So that was nice, nice to see. Um, like um, I, counted, Libby, I counted, I counted, really, I counted at, really least, at least three because you have Mercedes Blaze, Livy Grace, Jukara. Um, I'm sure we had more, like oh, yeah, especially oh, in the beginning. Yeah, we definitely had more, but those three specifically are the ones I can think of. Specifically, uh, Mercedes Blaze. I, that was to me one of the big stars to me of the um, battle royal because she. Every time I see her, I just am more and more impressed. Um, um she's, she's we, good. Uh, we get we get uh, another kind of uh, dominant, another kind of girl who's dominant, and uh, well, Dominita. Dominita, oh my god. This woman, I talked about Livy Grace being a big girl, like big powerhouse. We talked about um, Nightshade being a powerhouse. This woman is a, she's the whole, like, she's not a powerhouse. She's like the whole damn city. She, she's like, she's a bad motherfucker. She's the Matunza of this battle royal. A lot of people didn't get eliminated until she came in. And then when she came in, it was like, pew. Just everyone, get the fuck out! Get the fuck out! Get the fuck like this woman dominated this match when she got in. She was like a monster, and she can move. She can move too. Like she's. I mean, I mean, when we say that, like she's not on her ricochet Will Osprey shit. I mean, no, she's not going to do six thirty. But you know, like, we're not going to get Dominita um, inverted four fifty. Like that's not going to happen. Well. Unless she unless she can and she does decide to do that, we don't know. If she does, I don't know. I, I, I first of all, I don't want anyone taking that move. They're gonna die. Um, secondly, um, she's, she she didn't have to. Like she's a fucking presence. It's the first time I've seen her as well. I uh, was impressed by her. Um, uh, impressed by Mercedes uh, Blaze. Uh, your fit. Your favorite uh, was. Uh kind of you know playing the, playing the long game because Jetta didn't really make it he didn't really make it into the match. My my girl, my my a beautiful singing queen, um the voice of an angel. Uh she was she was great. She didn't really do much, but I mean it doesn't matter because when we get to the end it won't matter at all. Cause but we'll get to it later. Um Sammy Jane, I must uh, mention like to me the big like work rate people in this match. If you want to look at really good wrestlers, Mercedes Blaze and Sammy Jane to me stood out. The... Wait, wait, no, no, that was one match. I'm trying. I was thinking. I was thinking. I'm thinking of people just throughout the whole night. But Mercedes Blaze to me is on that list. Like, yeah, absolutely. I would want to like um, go through that. The Battle Royal was like they had some stars, but it was like they were built. It was building to like. A few moments, one of which you mentioned was Dominita, just wrecking, wrecking havoc, destroying everyone. But 
But I think the next entrant after that was another big star that they wanted to um, which make. The, which, to give context, ladies and gentlemen, Clifford and I, were reacting to this. And then you hear the opening here's bits to Linkin Park's Yeah, here's the crazy thing. You hear the opening bit to uh, the Linkin Park song. I forgot what the name of the song was. Faint. Faint. The song's called Faint. Faint. Yes. And Brandon had watched most of the show before I did. And we live reacted to it together. But he did not see the Battle Royal. So I don't think you had any idea. No, I didn't. And we hear this music and we're like, no way. It can't be. Because Soraya has one of those things where well, the theme, well, the theme music... Up. Uh, Soraya Knight <laughs> returned to pro wrestling. Like, you... like Because Soraya has one of those themes in wrestling, because, again, Eve, you, Eve can use copyrighted music, um, that, like, you recognize. It is. Well, the big, big reason you recognize it is because of that big YouTube video of her, Paige, and Becky Lynch just, you know, acting the bollocks. Right. But, yeah, like, once you hear it, you don't forget it. Right. Yeah, so now Soraya comes out. The biggest, the, the biggest pop of the night, of the entire night, went to her. The roof actually almost legitimately came off the fucking place. Like, this is the first time. And here's some context. <clears throat> the last match that Soraya had in Pro Wrestling Eve was in the year 2011. 2011 was the last time we saw her. Nine years later, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, makes a return. Biggest fucking pop. And she kind of turns heel in the match. Even though she kind of already is because she do- she t- joins up with Dominita to try to take everyone out. Which, I mean, hey, smart strategy. Like, shit, hey. I mean, it didn't work out too well because uh, uh, Soraya did not last long. She got eliminated by, guess who, Mercedes Blaze. So a huge, that to me is a huge rub. We talk about, we talk about we go to NXT with Shotzi eliminating Shayna, how big of a rub that is for Shotzi. I would say this is a pretty big rub for Mercedes. You eliminated a wrestling legend, an icon, and no, not her fucking overrated daughter, but Soraya fucking Knight. Which Dominita would get eliminated after, uh, a little bit after Soraya, and... And Dominia and Soraya had gone at it a little bit in the Rumble prior to breaking on because their alliance was was very, very, very short-lived. They decide decide to just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, just yeah, just they're like, all right, let's work together. I'm getting tired of this. Let's beat the fuck out of each other. Which that is which that is a program I need in my life. We all do, dude. Oh my god! Like, dude, Dominita versus Soraya. Like, because that's the thing with Soraya. She like her whole thing is just her dominating people. Like, how the fuck are you gonna dominate her? Exactly. 
And I mean, we, have, I mean, we know the answer. And we have a woman in Dominica. We know the answer. Brandon, Brandon we yeah. know the answer. You know what the answer is? She'll she in the cunt. Her in the cunt. Yes. Thank you. Which, I mean, <laughs> no one is immune to a cunt, a cunt kick. <laughs> nope. No one. So, um, so more people come in. It's insane. A lot of people around after Soraya and Dominique got eliminated, people started getting eliminated a little bit quicker. Um, if I remember right, the final four were Livy Gray, Jetta, Nightshade, and Sky. 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 Yeah. Sky. Which we forgot to talk about Sky Smithson. Um, she looked really great in this Rumble. She was kind of the Iron Woman of this Rumble. A little bit. And you, oh, yeah. She she got in there real early. Um, she had a pretty good night, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, she would have an even better night, but uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> That's why I said it. <laughs> but, yeah, like, um, they call her, what, they call her the Master of the Dropkick, Queen of the Dropkick? Queen of the Dropkick. He is a nice goddamn drop. It's not Okada dropkick. It's it's, it's a damn I mean, drop. Then again, a, few drop kicks are Okada. But with Okada, you can't call him the master of the drop kick because he's literally the master of everything. But anyways, um, but yeah, um, uh, that's too. She she played the Sasha Banks 2018 role, or if you really want to just piss me off, the Natalia 2019 role. Of the Iron Woman in this battle royal, right? She did really well. But yeah, those are your final four, and the whole crowd. Like, we we had a feeling of who was going to win, or who, at least who everyone wanted to win. We all wanted Jetta to win. Is it? Because she hadn't really, she hadn't really been picking up many wins in Pro Wrestling Eve over the last few like shows. She lost easily to Real O'Reilly. She didn't make it that. I don't think. Did she make it that far? She didn't make it that far, until she won. Uh, she got two points. Two. So she won one match. Yeah, she won one match. She's been winning that much, but she is like the most one of the most over acts in the entire company. She so you had to think on your biggest show. You know, you give one of your most over acts a big win. Everyone goes home happy and sings her song, and that's what they did. Uh, Jetta. Um, oh, man, I think the final two, the fi- yeah, the final two was Jenna and Nightshade. They went for like like a few minutes, right? Yeah, a little bit. They did a little. I mean, it wasn't like Bianca versus EO in the fucking NXT battle royal, but it was good. And Jetta fucking won, and the whole crowd was happy. And just really, good. this was a in the span of less than a week, we got two really good. Women's Battle Royals just out of nowhere. Which again, like, Battle Royal. Which again, Battle Royals. I think the general the general consensus with Battle Royals, or even the Royal Rumble, is that like they're good, they're fine, but they're kind of all right. over the place. But right. the Queen of Battle, but, the, but there will never be a Battle Royal as someone's match of the year. That will never happen. <laughs> No, and shut up and shut up to all the listeners thinking, what about the 90, 1992 Battle Royal? That one's great, but no. This, I'm trying to think. Uh, well, 1992, we had Bret Hart versus British Bulldog. 
We had Macho Flair. Uh, right, no, I'm thinking about the actual Rumble, though. Right, but I'm thinking like better matches in 1992 than the Rumble. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, like. I mean, the only one looks- I could give it to where the Royal Rumble is really, 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 really good was like maybe the 2001 Rumble, but. It was. It was, but. Even then, the next pay per view would have a better match in Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Triple H, two out of three falls. That, that we would, that we would. Um, yeah, was, but, and, uh, and then and then WrestleMania 17. <laughs> so like, yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, um, guys, uh, back to uh, Queendom. Um, yeah. The next uh, the next match we would get would be Lana Austin versus Yuka Sakazaki. Yes. Oh, I I like this match. I think it was solid. There were some sloppy moments in this. Uh, Yuka went for some move. I don't know what happened. I like Lana fell on her arm. Right. It was really awkward. Other than that, I like the chemistry they had. Uh, Lana Austin's over as she always is. She's so fun. Um, and Yuka Sakasaki's great. Just this was a very very good match. Um, not not. I wouldn't even say it was in like. Here's the thing. This was a good solid match, but it wasn't even in my. Like it, it would probably make my bottom three. Or bottom four of this night because of how good the show was, right? But, Which but I mean, was, you know, this match, this match was was structured really well with uh with uh Lana and Yuka training like strikes and different uh, submission attempts and different pin attempts, um. But like, really, uh, this it's one of those cases where there were no bad matches. It's just the entire night was so good that yeah. like. It's really difficult to like pinpoint. Oh, what was your favorite? Oh, like what was the best match or what was the worst match? I have an idea what the I I know what my match of the night was, but that's you know it's all. I'm sure we'll have so many different answers on what the best match of the night was. Um, I think we both agree on what it was, but right, yeah, it's yeah. But there were so many good matches on the show. It's hard to pick, right. Uh, so uh, this, so Lana Austin and Yuka Sakazaki did not have a winner. They actually went to a time limit draw. Yep, because in Eve, most matches go fifteen minute time limit draws, unless it's a title match, which it is a sixty minute time limit. Usually, not usually, just regular matches go about fifteen twenty minutes. Um, the she won qualifiers go about thirty, and then. Yeah, so on and and so forth. I like it. I like it. You know, not every match has to be 30 minutes long with 87 kickouts. See, guys, structure. See, Gargano. Oh, damn. Oh, see, it can be done. It's a mirror. No, no, I gotta have my 60. I gotta have my 60 minute Broadway, you dickhead. You dickhead. At 40 and minimum. Okay, and then Pete Dunn's like fifteen minute match. <laughs> There's the thought. Um, so the next match we would get would be. Oh yes, Session Maki yes. Martina versus Maki. This was hilarious. 
Here's my review of this match. I'm going to read my notes. Maki Ito. Maki fucking Ito. Maki Ito is the greatest thing in the history of this earth. Never let this woman go. She's a national treasure that we all must treasure the rest of our lives. Maki Ito. Maki fucking Ito. Maki fucking Ito. And then, and then I turn the page. Maki Ito. Those are my notes. Those I'm are my notes. Theme with your notes. Do you agree with my notes? Yes. Do you um, like my Do you like my analysis on this match? It, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. Uh, but yeah, oh, guys. Uh, Maki Ito. Oh, I also have a little print session waffles there too. Damn. Wait a minute. <laughs> Way to bury her look, ass. Look, I, I don't hate her. She's there. She's fine. But Maki Ito is just the greatest and one of the most adorable things. And, like, please protect her at all costs. Just, I, I don't, I can't do this match justice. If you want to try to do this match justice, you can, you can talk about it. Uh, this match was great. How do, how do you even, like, Review a Maki Ito match. I don't even know how to do it. Well, simple. How do you do, you do a judge? Well, simple. Um, Maki Maki Ito is an is adorable, but she's kind of a dick. But she's an adorable dick. She's in a, like she's adorable and sweet, and she'll cry if you spit beer in her face. But she'll flip a switch. She'll flip you off. Uh, punch you in the face like twenty times. DDT you and flip you off again. She is just the greatest. And like she sing she sings, she has her own music videos. Um, she cut a promo after the match saying, I want to be rich. I am very poor. Go buy my Maki Ito merch uh in stores now. Uh all that shit. So basically she idolizes Sasha Banks because she wants to be rich. Which, um one of the standout spots, as you mentioned, was the, was the beer spot. Is um, is um, uh, Maki has Martina on the uh, on the turnbuckle, and you know she's doing her like mount punches, like you know the Randy Orton mount punches uh, from from top. Um, yeah. And uh, Martina slips out. Her beer's on the other side. She takes a swig of it. No, no. It. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. She didn't even get the punches off because she was taunting by um, holding an invisible microphone and was about to sing um, a note from one of her um, her great songs that she she made herself um, because she is a singer as well. And uh, Martina just slips out, and then Maki Ito has this the most confused look on her face, like, "Where did she go?" Right. I was gonna sing my song on her on her face, and now she's gone. I don't know what to do now. And then she turns around, spit right to the face, and like a four year old who just dropped their ice cream. <laughs> and just starts bawling her eyes out. Session Moth looks at her like, oh my god, I just kicked a puppy, and I hate my life, and I hate myself. I'm so sorry. The crowd, the, crowd the, the best part is the crowd. The crowd is literally chanting, say you're sorry. They, I, the, only time, the only other time I remember them doing this was in an El Generico match, 
don't even remember the context of it. It was something like, oh no, it was like I think it was El Generico and Cole Cabana. I, I, I'm gonna have to look it up, but like, oh no, it was El Generico and Brian Danielson because like I guess El Generico wanted to dance with him. Oh no, no, he hugged Daniel Bryan. It was the original hug it out, and I guess like uh, I don't know, Daniel did something. And they said, say you're sorry. And then, like, and then El Generico said in, in Spanish, in Spanish, uh, si. Cause, and then, like, and I think, uh, oh, yeah. And then Brian Anderson said, lo siento, which is you're sorry in Spanish. And the crowd got the biggest pop of the night. Nice. Um, it was yeah. amazing. It's still on YouTube. But, yeah, this yeah. was incredible. Yeah, Brian um, amazing. She didn't say sorry. Instead, uh, Makito stomped her on the foot, flipped her off, gave her a DDT, and just went crazy because Makito is just—I don't know. Which there's there's footage of wrestling a fucking like some kind of Japanese mascot, and like being the I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna link it to to you. Um, after this, if you haven't seen it, it's the most ridiculous thing ever. Japan is Japan is interesting. That's all I'll say. But I like I like how this match. But very very um, to say the least. Right. Which I like how with this match we got a mix of some comedy with some actual stand wrestling too. Like Maki's not a bad wrestler. She's uh, I mean she when when she decides to wrestle, she's good. And Martina, for all the comedy that she does, she's actually fairly solid as well. Session Moth, I, I usually like people when they lean into the comedy, but I actually like Session Moth when she's more serious. I don't know what what it is. I don't know if maybe like her com like her comedy shtick never really like, it never makes me laugh. I never really enjoy it. Which I think is the point. Her her point is not to be enjoyable. Her point is to be like that annoying frat douche. Well, yeah, because like her whole thing is that like she's like this hardcore obnoxious, party. obnoxious hardcore party animal. Yeah. Again, her introduction that Emily gives her is literally she has however many kids. Seventeen. Seven. No, she fucked, but she fucked it up. She fucked it up. She said seven, and then Sessionmouth is like seven. What the fuck are you talking about? And then she's like, oh, I'm sorry, seventeen kids. Which last time it was like thirty kids. So what did her kids die? Uh, we don't know. So thirteen of her kids died. We don't. Hey, hey, hey. We don't know that span of like how long? We Either that, know. that, or she just found them, or she just found them on the street. We don't know. If she has like five, if she only has like five kids in the next show, I'm gonna be wondering what she's doing. Um, be a little... uh, but yeah, like, um, yeah, Martina's introduction is literally she has X amount of kids. She violates the terms of Facebook. And... Why did? Why, why, no, no. Why? If if you really want to go there, why not say she has seventeen kids with seventeen baby daddies? <laughs> like, why? Why not just lean it? I'm surprised. I'm surprised she hasn't. Um, no, no, seventeen kids with eighteen. <laughs> At one point, Millie McKenzie was one of her kids. 
Yes. <laughs> well, there you go. That works then. Um, and you know, Ma- uh, Martina violates the terms of Facebook. Apparently, I, I mean, she was banned. She was banned, then unbanned, then rebanned. Wait, for real? That's I. I mean. Oh okay. Um, <laughs> well, into the Facebook. Facebook's for old people. Uh, but yeah. Um, and you know that's Martina. Martina's gimmick is this kind of—I don't want to say trashy, but like she, like she, she has like she's a party animal who wants to have fun and all that stuff. Right. And props to props to her. You know, hey, she's enjoying. He's she's living her best life, man. And if, she has, if, has a character, which is uh, more than I can say for some people, Roderick. Right, and like if the gimmick works, which for some people, myself included, it does. You know, it, I, it does, I will say it does work. It does work. It's like she's over, so it definitely does work. If it's not my cup of tea, that's a whole other story. But she's definitely over, and she's doing her job. Right. I mean, we've seen people, some wrestlers, try to do comedy, and you know, it doesn't always land. With Martina, more often than not, it lands. I mean, if it lands to the point where she can do it for as long as she has, she's because she's been session moth for a while now, right? Yeah. So hey, she's doing something right, man. If I remember right, she started in I think 2011. Mm, I don't know. I, I I did not know about that. I I think she did. I mean, shit. I was I was I was exposed to her in like 2017, so I have no I have no clue. Yeah, I think she. Yeah, I think she really started doing the session moth gimmick in 2011. Mm. She might have been wrestling longer though. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I'll probably look that up later. Um, but yeah, uh, this match was excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, the masterpiece. And, and session moth was actually funny in this because she. Her reacting, she reacted to Maki Ito perfectly. I mean, Maki Ito was the star, was the star of the match by far. Right. And, and this was your, also, this was your first exposure to her, right? Yeah, I had never watched uh, Maki Ito or you. This was or you for that match. Actually, this was the only time because here's the thing: Brandon knows everyone on the show more than I do. This is the only time where I'm like. Like I knew about Maki Ito long before he did, because like I, I just watched whatever I it was. Certainly, watch a lot of Joshi. Um, the one kind of Joshi promotion I watch is Gato Move, if you could count that. But even then, it wasn't uh, even me watching. It's not even me religiously watching Joshi. It's just like the internet. Like Maki Ito just had like a following, right? And like it just like it trickled down, and I I was like, okay, let me see what this girl's all about, and I just fell in love, you know. Uh yeah, I don't yeah I don't watch a lot of Joshi. Um, but I'm glad like I was able, I was exposed to her, and I definitely definitely think Eve needs to bring her back. Oh, they they chanted, "Please come back." Which um, which I mean, you know, you know, while we're at it, I mean, let's bring let's uh, bring Yuka in too. Yeah. Hey, um, why not? If you can if you can do it. So are you are ready to move on? Hell yeah! Uh, the the third and final of our international matches is North Phoenix Diana versus Zoe Lucas. North Phoenix Diana is nineteen years old, first of all, and is the first. Um, hijab. What is her hijab? Yeah, 
Punjab uh, wrestler or Punjab female wrestler or just wrestler? Uh, she's the first uh, hijab wearing uh, wrestler. That's crazy, dude. Like, and so she immediately like she was like the big story going into Pro Wrestling Eve, the show, all that stuff. And this was her first match, her actual match. She, this was her second appearance because she made an appearance. Uh, got a big reaction, but this is her first match. All eyes were on her, but um, before we get to her, Zoe Lucas. Um, I don't think this is the first time I've seen her, but I, I was definitely her on a couple of shows. But I was definitely impressed by her. She, um, you mentioned it, is a better version of Peyton Royce. She does the same kind of like spin kicks, the same kind of moves. Like uses her long legs to her advantage. Uh, even has the same kind of look as she does, but she's just better in the ring, just in general. I also, I also think she's more charismatic than Peyton a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Billy Kay's the charismatic one in the Iconics, so it's like, right? Yeah. You know. Um. Uh, but yeah, like for for an eighteen year old who, I mean, basically just starting, right? Right. She did pretty well. Which I don't know how many matches. Uh, uh, Phoenix has had prior to this. I mean, she's probably had a few, if I had to guess. Probably. Watch, watch. It turns out she's been wrestling since she was like twelve. I mean, it's not uncommon nowadays. It's not, not uncommon. <laughs> that's the thing. That's why I say I. I, I that's, I'm not even joking when I say that. Like, I'm actually like, serious. Because like this, I'm actually like I'm actually serious. <laughs> right. Because like the stardom. Because like girls in stardom start start young. They start. And even when go to Britain. Tony Storm started as a teenager. Paige started when she was thirteen. Like you know, it's not uncommon. Now I I don't know how many. Now I'm sure, probably not because I don't think I'm not sure how many uh, hijab uh, wrestling promotions there are out there. But then again, that's something I have to look into and look up. And who knows? Who, who knows? But she did really well for her um, Pro Wrestling Eve debut, her first like national like wrestling debut on a actual pre- wrestling platform. Right. Very well. Um... This was. I a, hope we see more. This, yeah, this match was a very solid exhibition. Um, this match. It was, was probably, unfortunately, my least favorite match of the night, but it it was still good. It was still solid. Right. It's one of those things where I think exhibit exhibition matches. You know, you know what they are, and you know what they're like. it, 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 exactly. It was an exhibition, so it wasn't even my least favorite. It was just like, yeah. Like, you know what they're designed to do. Like, you know, an exhibition match is not designed to be a barn burner. It's designed to, to showcase have an, a have certain an, talent. And, a, and an established talent do things so the new talent can get over. Mm-hmm. And that's what this was. Mm-hmm. And they did a really good job of it. Yeah. Um, I just can't wait to see what they do from here. Uh, oh, yeah. Zoe, uh, Zoe ends up, uh, Zoe ends up a good chunk of the match. It's interesting because this match was actually all Zoe for a good chunk of it. It was. Um, they had, um, they had North Phoenix Diane sell for a while. She did really well at that. You got to get the heel over so that when you know the babyface makes a comeback, like it's like oh, like if the suspense builds up, so we can see what, what they what they can do. And it was like okay, here she comes, and then she does the. You know, the suicide dive, she does some, I think she's a tilt-to-whirl head scissors. 
Um, she won with uh, some kind of roll-up, I think. It was basically a Hurricane Rana and or Frankensteiner um, basically transitioned into a roll-up. Um, yes. Zo- uh, Zoe Lucas had um, Phoenix up for a powerbomb. Uh, Phoenix uh, yep. countered into almost like a Frankensteiner, but she didn't actually spike Zoe. Uh, Phoenix just got her into a pin. There you go. So, really good stuff. Like, I can't wait to see more from her and see her progress and grow and all that stuff. Like, it's exciting to see. I believe the next match is the next match the real rally versus um, Ordi Mateo. Yes, it is. So, we get so the match to me at the time, me being the pro wrestling Eve noob, newbie. I was like, oh, this has to be an event show, right? This Which, was a story you know, that they Someone the call you a movie, someone call you a mark, I just call you Cliff. Same thing. Exactly. But, you know, you look at the last show we watched, uh, Let's Get Shit Face and Screaming to the Void. The whole entire show was based around that feud and that match coming up on this show. So... <laughs> As a wrestling fan who has watched, you know, WWE, uh, like TNA, all that stuff, it's like, oh, this is clearly your main event angle. This is what you're gonna do. Like, this is your your big match. Which I can't remember. Cliff, remind me. Did I tell you previously before we had watched the show together that the O'Reilly DiMatteo was not the main event? Did I tell you beforehand, or did you just? You might have. Well, you might have mentioned something about how. The, like whoever wins the Ace of Eve like trophy is always in the main event at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think I had told you Millhead once. So I think you. So I think I basically told you. I just think it's just one of those things. You might yeah. have forgotten. I don't know. I probably, I probably forgot honestly. And, and and it just it felt like the main event. It felt like the big match. But in hindsight, watching the the two matches, I'm glad. We got the main event that we got. Now well, I'm gonna get it. Now, 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 that O'Reilly DiMatteo was bad because I'm gonna get into it. I, I want to get into it right now. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I had maybe too high expectations. This match was not bad at all. Uh, Laura was really good. Uh, Rio O'Reilly was fine. Rio was good. I felt like this match. For once, a match did not go long enough. I feel like this didn't even reach the 15-minute mark. I feel like while the interference was, I guess, a way to build suspense and protect Laura, I don't think Laura came close to beating her at any point in this match. There was heat in the match, but I don't feel like it went long enough. Like, they could have, I feel like they could have done more than what they did. I'm sure we'll get a rematch. I, now, here's the thing. I'm sure we'll get a rematch down the line, so it's Absolutely. totally deal. And in, in fact, just to let you know, um, I had actually, after this had concluded the first time I watched, I went, I added Dan Reed on Twitter. I said, quote, hey, Dan, I, I, hey, hi, Dan. I don't ask a lot out of you, but I was wondering, could you give Laura DiMatteo her rematch for the EVE Championship pretty please? Because Rhea is a big jerk who tweet who cheated. Thank you. You kayfabe motherfucker. And, and, he, and he liked the tweet. Granted, Rhea liked the tweet too. Exactly. 
She gets it. She gets it. Uh, but yeah, just um, it was a good match. Laura was great. I I just feel like I didn't feel like at any point Laura really came that close to winning. There wasn't like that suspense, like oh shit, Laura's about to beat Rhea O'Reilly. Like I felt like we've been building to this moment, and like I'm sure we're gonna build to this moment, but like it felt like at, when we got the interference, it was just like. It was like any other Shayna Baszler match at that point with the ponies. Right. And just, I just, like, I don't know. It just it felt like Laura came, like, a little bit close. She hits one move, and then, like, interference happens, and all of a sudden Rhea just dominates and beats her, and that's it. Right. But I, what I will say, Laura coming off great, I think it's one of those things, too, too though, where – because, like, this match – well, a lot of the ma- well, a lot of the matches on the show were great in ring. Uh, were good. Were good to great in ring, like just matches. This match was more predicated upon storytelling, which it should have been. Which was right. which was the right thing to do, right? With which I mean, for for most in, independent promotions, which Eve isn't necessarily, which Eve is kind of guilty of this too. I mean, granted, they do it fine. They don't. Eve is one of those promotions where it's not like they have like an amalgamation of, or a big thing of like storytelling. They do. But they Usually. did here, like, but they did here. They've stuck to the story, like especially the first five, five, ten minutes of the match. They really like it was a brawl. Ro- Laura didn't even let Rhea finish her entrance. She just went right in to beat the shit out of her. It was like first five, first five minutes. I was cool with. Um, it just, I, I feel like it didn't get into third gear. That's right. another thing. I just feel like it never got into third gear. Like, like, it, de- like, it, de- like it definitely was in second gear, but the thing is, it kind of stayed in second gear. It stayed in second, to me, it just stayed in second gear. And I feel like, and I, I'm fine with it though, because I'm sure we will get that rematch. If not immediately, we'll get it down the line. Which, I mean, um, which, I mean, you know, like one of the, I mean, to be fair, like you said, Minus like the finish, the match itself I thought was real. The the match I thought was I itself I thought was well executed. Um, one of the one of like the high one of like the big the the uh, big spots is when Laura grabs Rhea and taught and just yeets her ass into yes some steel that chairs. Great. That was great, dude. She launched her. She was like, she went yeet yeet. There were some, some good spots in this match, man. I'm telling um, you. Where uh, Laura yeah. does that uh, suicide like cannonball off the uh, entrance. Yes, yes. Dude, yeah. I'm going to have to rewatch the match. I might actually end up saying it was really good and I was, I was stupid for saying uh, that. The curve, yeah. stomp, the curve stomp by Rhea to Laura on the goddamn floor. A lot of like a lot of the like a lot of stuff was like outside like a lot of the outside the ring stuff like that shit was like man and they went at it imagine imagine how that match would have been like um, in the regular Eve um, like in their normal Eve venue with like the fucking they would have probably broken the wall <laughs> or at least they would have tried to oh oh they would have made a dent well wait no wait who's the wait who's the one that tries to break the wall all the time Emmy. That's Emmy. Emmy, oh my god, we need to get Emmy involved to make a triple threat. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, um, this this is great, and 
I want to say, like, I want to actually talk about Rio O'Reilly for a minute. Um, okay. Well, actually, I want to talk about Rio O'Reilly just in general. Okay. So you, so you're not aware, or at least not super aware, like I am, of Rio O'Reilly's babyface work. Not super aware, no. The only thing right. I'm aware is that she used Kota Ibushi as a weapon, which was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Um, and um, the thing about Rio O'Reilly as a babyface, like, I want you to understand, she was the basically the Okada of Eve. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, she had two 600-plus-day reigns or like 400, 400 to like 600 plus day reigns as Eve champion as a face. He probably held that belt for over a thousand days now. Well, six, I think, the, I, I think if I remember the, right, 600, or if I remember right, 400, 400, and then another, I think 100 or 200 days dirt for this right run. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. So like, so you got She's a true ace. Right. So it's one of those things where, like, when she was a baby face, like, she had that fucking Okada reign. Like, yeah. Like, because, like, she, uh, because, like, which granted, it also helped that Eve doesn't run weekly. Um, Uh, That's the thing. That's that's what makes them get away with it. You know, because it's, you know, if you were to try to do that, if WWE was to try to do, like, Becky Lynch holding, no offense, no offense to you, Cliff. I mean, mean, here's the thing. It looks like they're kind of doing that right now. Oh, God. (laughs) Like, I I mean, she's already held it. Dude, she's already held. We're almost at the Rumble, dude. She's held it since Mania. And if Shayna's winning that Rumble, I don't think she's, I don't think Shayna's beating it. Like I really don't. I think I think Becky might hold it for at least a year. Well, well, you know what I'm you know what I'm getting at, right? Like it's very, very it's difficult hard. for a babyface, a babyface wrestler, to hold a title for soup for a super long period of time in this day and age. Remember, I mean, not even just this day and age. Remember when they did it with John Cena in 2006 and 2007? Oh. Ooh, those were bad. And, they, and it's not like they really liked them that much to begin with. But by the time we got to like mid two thousand seven, it was like, ooh, it was like, oh boy, I really and, get this title now. And so yeah, it got, for... so, it, got, it, got, it got so bad that people were cheering when Cena got his fucking injury, and then Randy Orton basically won the title like while it was vacated. Like that, everyone was basically like, yes. Thank God, the man is injured. Get away from him. Which is just which is just a dick thing, but I mean it's a dick thing. It's a pro wrestling fan thing. I feel like at this point. But, but yeah, yeah, like but yeah, Rhea holding the title as a face for so long. Like she she was an amazing uh, face champion those two times. I mean, really, the yeah. only reason she really the only reason the only thing is that she unfortunately kept getting kept on getting injured because uh, she because she had so, a so, wait a minute hold up so if she never got injured would she have held those titles even longer probably oh man because did she whole, wait, did she vacate it because yeah she did uh because the whole thing is that 
the uh is that she had gone she had gotten injured or she had gotten injured um she had um held she had held the uh she she had held the tower she had gotten injured she had to vacate it a little bit uh, and then mm-hmm. Nikki Storm won it this is this is the first time she had, okay. she, was, she was she held the title then then she got injured Nikki Storm mm-hmm. now Nikki Cross yes yes um beat her for the title um yeah. and then Rhea and then Rhea beat her so she held so then Rhea beat her so uh she held the title for a while mm-hmm. um right. that that that's her that's her first run her second okay. her second her second run is um is uh she's uh she's bay face she's she's doing her thing um uh, Nikki, uh, Nikki, uh, or she gets injured again. Nikki beats Nikki beats her again because Nikki and uh, Rhea had Rhea. a long-standing feud. Damn. And then okay. Rhea beats her, Rhea beats her again. That's second time. And then right. she goes, and then she goes on to feud with Sammy Jane for a bit. Again, the Kota Ibushi thing, the matches in XWA. Um and Rhea's got Sammy's number. Like Sammy cannot beat Rhea at all. Right. But I mean, no one I mean, barely anyone can. But mm-hmm. Rhea gets injured. Again. And mm-hmm. it was a and it was an ACL injury, I think. Which if you know about oh, anything about ACL injuries. They suck. They suck. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So Rhea had to vacate the title in 2017. So then Russell mm-hmm. Queen won. So then by the time Russell Queen won rolls around, Rhea is back to being Rhea's back to being healthy, um, but she's not in title contention because during that during uh, 2017 during the first Queendom, it was Charlie Morgan versus Sami Zayn, and you know mm-hmm. Charlie won the title. And then mm-hmm. through that time, Rhea had gotten injured again. Oh no! Yeah. And so she was on the and so she was on the sidelines for even longer. And during that time, Kay, Kaylee Ray and Nina Samuels had done the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nina Samuels had beaten Charlie Morgan. Kaylee Ray had beaten Nina. And then, mm-hmm. then we get to Wrestle Kingdom too. Yep. Which, yeah. which you know that match between Viper and Kaylee was incredible. Rhea. Rhea having healed up turns heel mm-hmm. beats, uh, Viper, beats Viper for the title. Yeah, like yeah, like just came right in, be like, hey, I'm facing you now. And just all of a sudden it's like you're basically you're John Cena, you're you're Tanahashi in a way. Just fucking like on your biggest show, just turned heel at one time. Basically. And and that was and insane. That was and and now we're in her third run, and she's. Ha- I would say, in my opinion, she's having the run of her career. I, I love her as a heel. She's really good. Like as a as a as a wrestler in the ring, she's. I'm not saying she's great, but like she does her job so well as a heel. She owns up to it. She lives it. She breathes it. And it's crazy to think that because she was the biggest babyface. 
It's almost, it's almost like, like it's almost like she's been waiting to be healed. It's like you know when you've been like a face for like especially if it's a baby face. You're you're trying to be a good guy for so long. This goes for any promotion. It's like looking at wait. you, Randall. Oh wait, wait. Um wait, Asia. Oh. Um, what's up? Asia says uh but yeah, keep going. Uh yeah, I'm looking at you, Randall. Um uh, but yeah, uh, Rhea, man, she, uh, yeah, I would say she's having the time of her life, um, as far as, like, being a heel, like, her heel reign has been so good, and so dominant, too, like, in a way, I feel like her reign is what Shayna Baszler's reign should be, definitely, if that, if that makes any sense, yeah, which I, which I say that as a Shayna fan, uh-huh. As well. Uh, something, something's coming up right now with Asia. I need to... I don't know what's going on. What is this? Oh, God, something happened to her family. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, we might make it a little bit quicker. Uh, but, yeah, no, keep talking. I'll let you kind of do it, and you, you talk about it. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, but, yeah. Um, uh, Rhea O'Reilly is great. Um, she she's uh she's having the time she's having the reign of her career right now in my opinion. She actually like I would say, in a way, this kind of I would call almost call it like a savior complex with uh with uh this kind of like almost like savior complex in a way like with Triple H, like if you guys remember uh Triple H, uh when he would um like if you guys remember the authority angle. This is similar to that, but it's slightly different in that um, she, like, is in, – in le- it's less of more of a business thing. It's less more best for business. It's kind of not necessarily a best for business kind of thing as so much as it is Rhea basically being, like, you need someone at Pro Wrestling Eve who can carry that torch and who and who can be the and who can be the standard bearer uh, for this company. And in her mind, that's her because of uh, because she's done it before. She was on top for so long twice, and so it's one of those things where Rhea basically took that and made that her reason for being the evil for, for basically being evil and being a really really vicious heel and i think this ultimately, ultimately this match with Laura kind of helped kind of cement kind of helped cement herself as this vicious dominating cruel heel uh but i mean the the match itself while it was kind of somewhat underwhelming, I think they did enough to where it was it was very, very good. And Cliff, are you there? Um, Cliff? I messaged you. I messaged you, dude. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Um, okay. Uh, Hans or Was it, did you mention me in hands or? Yeah, I did. Okay. Oh, wait, um, can you hear me now? Yeah. Oh, you can hear me now? What do you mean? 
Oh. I, I was trying to talk, but you couldn't, uh, couldn't hear me. I thought, I thought it closed me out. Um, oh, I couldn't hear you for a bit, but I can hear you now. Oh, good. Okay, sweet. And actually, um, there was nothing we can actually keep going longer. It was had something to do with like a PowerPoint presentation. So, oh, okay. yeah, I can just do that while we're doing the review. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, what, do you want to add to the uh, to this uh, Rhea thing? Honestly, um, I think I said everything I need to say. I'm not even gonna say Laura should like should have won because like I feel like anyone here's the thing about Eve's women's division that I really like anyone could take that title off her because you have Millie McKenzie who's ace of Eve. They're building her back up. She's back to being a babyface, even though she's still in um the, the stable. Yeah, but it's a complex. Um you have I mean you have some heels that are on the rise. You have like um Giselle Shaw, of course, you have. Right. Uh, you, you cut out again, but uh, you'll be back. Um, but yeah, this is great. Um, Rhea is a goddamn star. Um, she, Laura looked really good here. And yeah, I agree with you in that, like, um, it's definitely, like, it's one of those things where Rhea could lose that title to anybody and it'd be a big deal because she's been on top for so long. Right. Right. Um, Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, it's basically like, so I was, I was basically saying like Sam, like, yeah, Millie McKenzie, who's like Ace of Eve right now, you could have her take it off. You could build her story arc. Sammy Jane, like you already have that story, like, like in right now, you know, like that's like already built in story with Sammy Jane. Sammy Jane's not even really a heel right now, right? She's, I mean, she's not uh, exactly a face either, but, but she's you know, like it's, it's business. Um, basically, like we go back to the last review, like Giselle Shaw found herself a partner in Sammy Jane, but again, Sammy Jane didn't have like she's been trying to get matches. She's basically been trying to like get back into the um, thick of things. It's kind of falling off a little bit. So, like, you know, you could always redo that. And, yeah. But, yeah, if there's anything else, uh, if you want to get into the main event, I want to hear you talk about this stuff. I'm going to handle something real quick. Uh, I, 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 I love, well, I thought the match was underwhelming. I really do like the story that they're telling. And right. I'm and very interested to see where they're going to go from here. I uh, one thing. I, one thing I just want to say. Uh, do you agree with my assessment that the Rhea thing, that the Rhea title reign, is almost like a Triple H authority thing? But it's but instead of a best for business thing, it's more of like Rhea has like a savior complex. Honestly, yes. I is is it closer to that to you than the Shayna thing? I I think so because again, Rhea's whole thing. You know, she explains she turned on Viper and Kaylee because hey. Viper and Kaylee were leaving. Charlotte retired. Who's going to carry the Who's going to carry the torch for Eve? You know, right, 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 right. Yeah. And so, like, I think in Rhea's mind, logically, it makes sense that she would be the way she is. Uh, but yeah, Rhea, what Rhea Riley won via um, I forget the I forget what she calls it, but it's basically like a death rider. Okay. Basically, right, drops, right, right. basically, you know, she basically drops Lauren her fucking head. Yeah, yeah. And Sky Smith's in turn heel. 
<laughs> yes, yeah, because we see some 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 girl in like this like all like just all covered up. All of a sudden, she's on the top rope. In fact, they didn't even we didn't even see her until like they cut, and all of a sudden we see someone doing a missile dropkick. We're like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> just came, it came out of nowhere, right? And like, I'm like, oh shit. Well, here we go. <laughs> I think at that point we're like, oh, here we go. And then you know, she hits it one, two, three. Oh no, she she hits um like basically uh, double arm DDT. She kicks right. out and then hits like the Death Rider, and that was it. Which he has a name for it. I'll, I'll, I can't remember right now. I'll probably tell, right, I'll probably right. tell you later. It's right, it's right. Uh, but yeah, she hits yeah. like that Death Rider move, and then uh, she pins Laura one, two, three. And it turns out that the person that drop kicked Laura was Sky Smithson. Nice. Which, which, yeah, that was that was nuts. Um, but yeah, talk about talk. Uh, if you're ready to talk about the main event, I got. Um, just give me like a few minutes. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, but yeah, the uh, the main event was uh, it was something, man. Like, uh, the main event was your Eve Tag Team Championship match between your Eve Tag Team Triple Threat between the Medusa Complex, Charlie Evans and Millie McKenzie, the Woke Queens, Debbie Keitel, and Valkyrie, and the tag team champions Giselle Shaw and Sammy Jane. This match was incredible. Um, I there were this match I think was a testament to really really good tag team wrestling. In fact, I would say it was probably one of the best showcases of tag team wrestling. Within the within the independent scene, and yes, I'm including the young bucks in that in that conversation. Uh, this match was great. Um, we actually there's a there's quite a bit of a there's quite a bit of like uh, some comedy there's uh, some comedy with the woke queens a lot of like really good uh, technician spots like at one point um, uh, at one point. Uh, Sammy Jane. Sammy Jane specifically was a huge standout. Uh, she's doing her her her. She's getting in all her offense in on uh, Millie, Charlie, and Valkyrie. Um, Valkyrie took a lot of punishment in this match, and Debbie did too. Um, at one point, uh, Sammy uh, gets the insecurity, and then she does a suit, and then she does a back breaker uh, from the on the rope. And then she ends up hitting uh, Shadow Facts, which is her kind, which is her kind of uh, like, which is her uh, sliding German, sliding German, uh, which was insane. Uh, so uh, we get that. Uh, we also get some weapons introduced. Um, the woke queens in, are the first to introduce weapons. Uh, Val, uh, Valkyrie uh, says to uh, says to Debbie. Find the biggest weapon you can find. Will she pull out a baking sheet? So they use that, um, and it was just—it was just—it was actually hilarious because uh, Debbie actually ends up uh, knocking herself, ends up knocking herself out. Um, and this, and this match was just—it uh, was wild. And then, and then. Sammy and Giselle 
end up getting a barbed wire table out, and they attempt and they set and they set that up really insane spot where, um, dude, Sammy Jane, man, holy fuck. So what happens is, uh, what happens is Sammy is on the outside near this barbed wire table. And, um, and, uh, she basically ends up, uh, I think it was Millie. It might've been Charlie. I don't, I'm not entirely, sh- I'm not entirely sure, but, uh, Millie ends up, I think it was M- Millie ends up spearing her through, uh, off the apron. And not only do, does, uh, Sammy go through the table, but she hits her, the back of her head on the uh, metal steps near the entranceway. It was a super rough spot, uh, Cliff, do you have anything you want to add? And it looks dude, like- okay, I'm right here. Right here. Uh, dude, so this match was all over the place. This went the longest. I think it went it went over 20 minutes. Yes. I went into this match basically like, okay, this is going to be pretty good. Um, it'll probably be better than the Rhea versus uh, Laura match. And it was. But like, I, I was. I was thinking it'll be pretty good. It was great. I I I like the low I I before going in this match I liked the low queens but I was like eh, I gotta see more Debbie I'm not exactly sure on but Valkyrie Valkyrie really to me was maybe the standout of the match her baby her hot tag was fucking awesome she was a house of fire she was great she stood out Millie McKenzie I've already seen so much of she's great. And then this match really, like, like I've been hearing so much about Sammy Jane. I didn't really get the hype that much. I knew she was good, but I wasn't like all like woke, like wowed about her. This match, like, I can see why they, why she was one of the big names. She is so good in that ring. She is so fucking good. I already knew she was a workhorse on the last show we watched, where she wrestled three matches. I knew she was a workhorse, but damn, she is good. And like, if if I can implore anyone to watch anyone from this promotion as far as a wrestling standpoint, it's her and Mercedes. But like, really, it's her, Sammy Jane, and Lord DiMatteo. To me, those two and Mercedes Blaze, as far as in ring workers, those are the three best that that I see there. As far as that that are full time, I mean, Mercedes Martinez was there. She's obviously like one of the best ever. Um, Yuka Sakasaki, of course, uh, but she's. Not there that much, I'm assuming. Which a match between Blaze, Jane, and DiMatteo. Yes, please. Oh fuck, dude, dude, fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, that that fucking barbed wire spot was fucking madness. Yeah, that like I did not like, I did not expect him to go that fucking hard, man. And she hit her fucking head on the step, like. Thankfully, she was okay. Yeah, but I mean, wasn't there like a little bit of blood also? Like, yeah, she posted. On her head? Yeah, she posted a picture. Uh, she had a gash on the back of her head. Um, but and you know, she I think she got a couple staples, but it was okay. Oh, also while I was while I was doing that, I think you forgot to mention. Um, and I know it's a, a pro wrestling Eve thing, so I guess like pro wrestling Eve fans already know about, it, but maybe people who don't watch it already know or don't know. Um, before the main event, they always have their, um, 
uh, what do you call it? Basically, uh, burlesque, 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 burlesque show, which and is, ba- which is I, basically dance, dance. But it was this woman who does these burlesque shows. She is like, she's the star. Which this wasn't <laughs> really a, which this wasn't really a dance so much as it was a demonstration. Demonstrate. I mean, it was a light show. Right. Of like these light up hula hoops, and you had Lady Gaga's Born This Way playing, which was kind of cool. Like, I will, I will say, um, personally, Eve's t- taste in music for the most part is pretty good. It's a lot of pop. It's a, it's a very poppy. I will say it's very pop, not, not poppy, the um, metal band, but like yeah. pop music. Pop, <laughs> pop. Uh, they actually go. No, NXT already has poppy, so yeah. Yeah. Punk. Um, it, it's, it's pretty good stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, which yeah. Um, like, yeah good stuff though. And that's another thing that make again makes them stand out, makes them unique. Like, a lot of indies should have. It. It's like again, Lucha Underground with the band. You know, you yeah. need something to make you stand out and be different. And that's what person Eve does, and I love it. Because if it's just wrestling, and it's like, well, what makes you different from any other wrestling promotion on the face of the earth? I'll, I'll, I'll say this to your to your point. Um, I think PWG, PWG has always been a standout. But then again, it's one of those things with PWG that are standout because they've been doing they it the longest. They've been doing it the longest, and they basically kind of origin like they made that style popular, right? And for the longest time, they had the best wrestlers there. I think I'm not saying PWG has fallen off, but I'm I'm not as invested as I used to be. Obviously, also them leaving Rosita like kind of hurt as well. Not not even them leaving; it's just them tearing down the building, um, which is just depressing still to this day. Right. But like, it's it's definitely taking a hit. Although, like, Battle of Los Angeles has come out, and man, like, some did you see the fucking clip of? This guy walking on the fucking rope like the Undertaker, you know the I, old school yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw, I saw. I actually saw. The and some, and on, someone I, tried to, and someone tried to swipe his leg. I'm trying. To, I'm just telling it for the rest of the people. They're trying to swipe his legs, like trying to cut him off and like crotch him on the top rope. This fucking guy from the top rope, not the turnbuckle, but the rope, jumped up and landed on the rope. With perfect precision, and they did this three or four times. I have never seen anything like that. The fact that it didn't even get as big of an ovation as it got is amazing to me. The balance is like it's because I always thought like PWG like you always see the crazy you used to you would never see before, but everything's been done now. So it's like, what will make PWG stand out? Apparently. We still got more to see because, like, these motherfuckers are still innovating shit. Tony, man, it's Absolutely. fucking nuts. Uh, and yeah, of course, um, Bandito's the best. That's all I'll say. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the match would uh, the uh, the the uh, tag match would end with the uh, <clears throat> Medusa Complex getting the win. They got it, and then like, and and the right the right team won again, like. Billy McKenzie and uh, Charlie Charlie Evans. Yes, and yeah, Which, Charlie Evans definitely stood out here as well. She's like the hardcore chick. She's she was really good. Uh, she's the one that brought out the barbed wire. Who brought uh, out the barbed wire? Uh, it was actually it was actually a uh, Sammy Jane and uh, Giselle that brought out the uh, the barbed wire table. 
That kind of surprises me. Well, I mean, you know, Chekhov's table. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, Yeah. And and you know the rule. Whoever brings the table goes through the table. Right. Sure. Um, Which uh, the Medusa Complex would get the win via um, them going to their uh, kind of like uh, Blade Runner um, cutter combination. Yeah. Yeah, it was good shit. Really good shit. And the Medusa Complex are your new Eve Tag Team Champions. Mm. Amazing. So, Amazing. like, any thoughts and predictions of, like, where things will go? Because they have a show February 1st. So, not too much time left. Okay. Um, the, I, guess, I guess. After Queendom. Which the, yes. Show, okay. Which they always do a show after Queendom. So, I feel like the first thing we need to predict is who is going to be Rhea's next contender. Rhea herself actually had said, um, not that she had confirmed anything, but she had, but she had made note of Ginny of Ginny talking shit, talking uh, that mad shit. Speaking and kind of, of Ginny, um, there were a couple matches that were, I think you said Tate like like. Air, like we're on this same show, but we're not aired as part of Wrestle Kingdom. One of which was Ginny versus Nina Samuels. Am I correct? Yes, you're correct. Um, should we just uh, should we give it like a little short rundown of who won those matches or like? Uh, uh, Ginny, uh, Ginny beat um, uh, Ginny beat uh, Nina Samuels with her like rocking horse surfboard submission. I'm actually surprised Ginny. I thought, I thought honestly because Ginny's been like. Kind of losing. I thought I thought Nina was going to win, honestly, because right. you want to build. I thought they're going to build the story like, yeah, Jenny's really like getting going soft and all this stuff. And I think like maybe Jenny will find like maybe wasn't finding herself and all this. Stuff. Maybe uh, but, but, hey, but yeah, I mean, if they want to make Jenny, the, if they want to make Jenny the next contender, I totally get it. Which, um, which uh, the uh, there which there's one specific spot in the match is a uh, is a uh, Nina basically. Uh, grabs uh, uh, Ginny by her dress, I think. Uh, one of one of the little rhinestones comes off. Oh, and Ginny Uh-oh. looks at it, looks at Nina, and gets. Uh-huh. She goes. I can imagine. These are, these are fucking diamonds, you bitch, and knees <laughs> the <laughs> shit out of me. You do not fuck with a fashionista. You do Which, not. Mess with a fashionista and her rhinestones ever, which it it, it which that that was spot of the night for me within that with that match specifically. That, that, that... <laughs> I, was are... I was gonna make a joke, but I was gonna say that was better storytelling than Rhea versus <laughs> That was uh, the best storytelling we've seen. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> those are diamonds, you bitch. <laughs> early candidate, early candidate for quote of the year. It was like these are. It was either these are diamonds, you bitch, or these are fucking diamonds. You. I'm about to rewatch that match, but I'm I hope so it's good. these are fucking diamonds, you bitch. Oh. Happy championship, bitch. Dude, dude, no one can do angry, pissed off like Jenny. No, Chris Jericho. Okay, well, Chris Jericho, but like happy just, championship, bitch. Right. 
But okay. just the scathingness of Jenny's voice when she said, these, these are fucking diamonds, you bitch. And uh-huh. The pop that had, dude, that had to get the biggest pop. And then followed up by, like, dude, Jenny's knee strikes. My God. Jenny's brutal, dude. She is brutal in that fucking ring. Um, it's crazy. Uh, but yeah, that match was great. Um, Killer Kelly versus uh, Roxy was great. Roxy won with the DVD. Yeah, Killer Kelly is or not, not Roxy. Uh, Killer Kelly. Killer oh, Kelly. good. I was gonna say because Killer Kelly, she's on NXT UK. She hasn't been doing anything. Then at least she's picking up wins in pro wrestling. Thank God. Yeah. Um, that's the one. I still want to see her face Tony Storm again. Like do their right. WXW feud because that shit was great. So you're saying you you wouldn't mind Jenny as uh, the one to take the title for you? I wouldn't mind that either. No, 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 I, I, no. Here's my no, no. Here's my thing. I know I said I wouldn't mind if Jenny's the next contender. Right. That's like, what I. I, I didn't. I didn't Ginny. say anything about Jenny. I don't think Jenny should take the title. Right. Nothing against Jenny. She's great. And definitely, um, I love Jenny, but um, I don't know. I just. I. I don't. Think, I, I don't think. think I, like, no, 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 no. I don't think the story's right. Right, because like I definitely think like Laura and Rhea obviously have unfinished business. Exactly. To me, like Plus, that's the bigger story when it comes to those two. The big to me, it's to me as clear as day. Nina Sanders is going to cost Jenny the title. You would you think, mean, right? Yeah. No, mean, no, no. Rhea, Rhea versus Jenny, and right. and Nina is going to cost Jenny the match. Right. And that's going to, to continue. And it's going to prolong. Thing. And it's going to prolong their feud again. Which again, these two had a very. Which again, they had a very solid match. Like seriously, Cliff. After we get done recording this, you should actually go and check up and check those matches out. I will. I will for sure. Uh, they're 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 the video under the uh, Russell Queendom show. Okay. Okay. Like you have Russell Queendom, and you have Jenny and Nina Samuels, and then Killer Kelly versus Roxy. Right. Okay. Um, I can do that. I can do that. Uh, yeah, definitely do that. Um, but yeah, I yeah, because obviously Laura and Rhea have unfinished business. Have unfinished business. They do. Um, and I, I just, I just think the story is right, man. Like, and you know, it's not even just me. I was here's like here's the thing. I was the one that sent the tweet out to Dan. I was like, hey, yo, Laura got screwed because Rhea's a jerk. Make. Give Laura a rematch, and you know other people were sharing my sentiment. Yeah, no, I, I honestly, I do think I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not mad, or I'm not, I don't even disagree that Laura lost here. I mean, if she won here, that would have been great because I do think it should be Laura, but it could right. be someone else. Um, right. If it's not Laura, who, who are the people you would want to see it? Uh, first of all, for me. Um, Honestly, I can see it being Millie. Yeah, Millie. I mean, granted, she's doing the tag stuff. She's doing the tag stuff right now. But here's the, uh, here's the thing. But here's the thing. I'm saying down the line, like way down the yeah. line. You can right. always change that. And she is the ace of Eve. And they're definitely, like, she's one of their big players. And she's over. And, like, I don't know. Something, something tells me it could be Millie. Right. Oh, I could see. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to Jenny, honestly. If, if they, it's not, if that's not, they go. here's my thing. I wouldn't do it now. Not right. this soon. Right. I think it'd be too soon to do it. With I, Jenny would, right I would say if it does end up being Jenny, I would, or if they're Jenny's in the talk, 
for the for the for the title shot. Have Jenny finish up her thing with Nina and then do that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, if because I'm saying long term, could you see Sammy Jane finally dethroning Rio Riley eventually? Do you think it's I ever going to happen? I could see it, especially since like it'd be, it'd be even more interesting because back back when they had their had their little feud, um, Sammy and Rhea were on different alignments. Sammy was mm-hmm. the heel, Rhea was the babyface, and now it's reversed. Here's another thing: I can see Sammy getting sick of Giselle Shaw's shit. Right, because we right because we kind of saw some friction in that tag match. I think. Like, you could do a feud there and have Sammy win that feud. And then, like, maybe even if Sammy wins the belt, have her next feud be with Giselle Shaw. I do, see, I, I do see them doing stuff with Giselle. Absolutely. She has she has that, too. But, like, obviously she's not going to take the top of Maria because she's... I don't I don't want to see her as a face. <laughs> I think she's so good as a heel. Right. Just, she gets so much fucking heat, too. Absolutely. Like, not, not I don't think she gets the most. I mean, not as much like not Rio O'Reilly heat. Like Rio probably gets the most heat after that. Would it be just who gets right. who gets, who gets the, uh, dude, like who gets the second most heat like outside of Rio? Nina. Nina, oh, Nina, yeah, you're right, Nina. Which is why, which again is why Nina should cost Jenny the title. Imagine the heat that's gonna fucking get. Like, if Jenny faces Rio Riley, like, have Nina Coster. And, like, just add feel. And, like, imagine the two, like, Jenny against the two biggest heels in your promotion. Like, dude, like, Jenny's already been a babyface for a bit, but, like, this would, like, make her uber face. I'm telling you, I mean, mean, hey, I mean, he's. We don't have to go by that ideas, but I feel like that would be. I mean, hey. But then again, yeah, we'll see what they, we'll see what they can do. It's like right. Lucha, it's like Lucha Underground. I could see like because you know how we would always fantasy book Lucha Underground if they would end up doing something way better than we thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The um, only time the only time it ever happened was uh, the Sex Star Spider, which right. was I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> um, uh, but I mean, I think definitely. But I mean, for right now, I definitely think Laura is primed to take the title off Rhea. They don't. They obviously haven't finished their beef. Right. Um. Plus, uh, they're the plus. I mean, despite like the match not getting out of uh, second gear, I think they definitely have chemistry, and I definitely think this could work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you, for sure. Yeah, you, for you, sure. You just you just need like better match structure, and then the match would, the matches would be uh, gorgeous. The match would be great. Um, what else? And, what, other, what other predictions for the? Oh, um, where, I, where um, I definitely think uh, North Phoenix Diana is going to get some to do. I mean, she's on the poster for the show. Yeah, yeah. No, they're 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 going like as far as like their advertising, like they. They really want to like. They're giving Phoenix Dan a lot. Like they, they're very proud of like you know. They see a lot in her, and you know it's big. Like heard me the first like. Uh, what was it good called? Job. Good, job. good job. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, yeah. good job for us. Like it's it's a big deal. You want to push that? Um, I don't know what they're gonna. I don't know what they're gonna have her do. But it's, it's not interesting. I I don't know what they're gonna have her do. 
but I'm interested right. to see. Same, same. Um, who else? Who else? Uh, Walt Queens. Maybe they're gonna face. Um, I don't know because they lost. They um, lost the titles. You think they're gonna be on the show? I'm maybe I I'm not I'm not certain about them. Like they're the only ones where it's like I'm just. Yeah, I mean, they can get the, they'll probably get the rematch. Yeah, sure. Do they do pro wrestling Eve do rematch clause? Yeah, yeah, they do. Okay, so yeah, do do it on February, like do like just the tag match of uh, Charlie and uh, fucking Millie. Millie versus yeah, yeah, Medusa Complex versus Hulk Wings. Like I guess the Jenny versus uh, Jenny versus Rhea, Medusa versus uh, Medusa Complex versus Hulk Wings. Um, maybe. Uh, maybe- you know what? Maybe have Laura. I would. You know what? Yeah. Have, yeah. Well, yeah. What do we do? Laura. Like maybe Laura versus Giselle. Wow. Actually, Laura versus Sky Smithson. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they basically set it up. That match would be really good too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Be, be, because, yeah. Because I'm down, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Because Sky Sky basically cost Laura the title, and yeah. And and I know they're not going to do it because she probably won't be on the show. But give us Soraya Knight versus Dominica. I do. I want to see it. Sam. Sam. Oh god, dude, that battle, that that battle royal. It wasn't even a great match, but the surprises in it and the booking of it was so well done. Oh yeah, Absolutely. what's Jenna going to do if she's even going to be on the show? I I don't know, man. I, I like, and that's known too. We also don't really know. I mean, outside of North Phoenix Diana, because again, she's on the fucking poster, <laughs> right? Um, like, well, we don't really know, right? We don't really know who's going to be on the show. It's, it's just her. It's just it's just North it, Phoenix Diana. It's like she's going to be there, and just wrestling fans. I don't know. Like, no, oh, it's no North Phoenix Diana. It's a gauntlet match, but that's the entire show. It's North Phoenix Diane for the whole versus the whole roster, and she beats all of them until she gets the real Riley and real and everyone moves. God, God, could you imagine? Uh, what, dude, Diana imagine, what, like, imagine, imagine if they hold like hold Rhea off, and North Phoenix Diane gets so good, and they have her to go. Oh, that that'd be so cool. <laughs> that would be. I mean, we have to see how how good North Phoenix Diane is. I wish I missed a lot. It's awesome to see her, but I mean, she's she's she's. I see her learning it quickly, you know. Yeah, and that would be, and and you, oh Jesus, imagine imagine the heat Rio could get too. Oh, absolutely, dude! Just the heat. If not even if she beats Nor. No, don't she, don't say it. Don't say it. What do you think I was gonna say? She's gonna pull the high, the hijab uh, off. Uh, yeah, I I was. I, you're right, but like. Come on! I was like, "Oh, Jesus!" I know, I know, but it like it's an easy, but it's a, but it's an easy spot to do. You know for a fact they would do that. Oh, do you want to do that? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I know they te- they they teased it during the match. They teased they teased it during the match, but right. like, I mean, I could be wrong. They could not do that. I'm just saying, like, you want heat? It's right there. Oh. Not just that, she steps on it. Oh. 
Oh. Ooh. Um. Uh, but yeah, dude. I honestly don't really have anything to add. Uh, the show was really, really, really good. And you know it's good when not only is the show good, but we're interested to see what the next show is going to be and what yeah. they're gonna, where they're going to go from here. Here's the thing. Awesome. My my smart ass likes to think that I know everything about wrestling, as many fans which, do. Which, which we do. I mean, come on. We have a podcast. We know everything. <laughs> yeah, we have, a uh, podcast. we have a podcast, man. We get like, we have a podcast with like 50, 50 people listen to us. They know. Yeah, they get it. Um, they they yeah, get it, um, man. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, but the thing is, Rhea O'Reilly, specifically Rhea O'Reilly, made me question things. Oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she made me, like, basically mark out, basically be a, be a kind of buy into the, buy into the story. I'm like, oh, uh, she, she made you a, a smelly mark. She worked, she worked me, man. She worked me. <laughs> I mean, I mean that tweet you said, right? And then, I mean, she's a, what did you say? She's a mean jerk, and I hate her. Uh, I didn't say I hate her, but I said she's a. I said, can you give Lord Dimitar her rematch because Rhea cheated? And she's a mean jerk. She's a mean cheater, and she's a meanie, and and I don't like her, and she smells. It wasn't that serious, but yeah, and she likes <laughs> the tweet, so clearly. Again, exactly. I, again, I think it says something in 2019 when you're able to still work people. I mean, you weren't. I mean, you were just joking around, you know. Right, and the thing, right, and the thing is, like, I knew. <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like you're like, wait, Rio O'Reilly just she just shot and beat Laura. What what's going on? Well, actually, my initial reaction the first time I watched that show was like that. Well, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like that bitch. She so beat yeah, my like, girl. So yeah, like yeah, I, it says a lot. Like Rhea's so good. Like she was able to work me. <laughs> yeah, she. Oh, oh my god. Um, and you know how she's, and, and you know how she's probably going to be like, because I, I mean, they like, how often do the talent and person Eve build up like promos and stuff on their social media? It's interesting because like, because like, I would, I would like to see, I would like to see Rhea basically be like, like on social media, it's kind of something like, now I'll never face Lordy Mateo again. I'm gonna send like this, uh, this like clause in my contract that. That Laura can't come near, like some something silly like that. I mean, she kind of feels unless unless, if, unless unless we want Rhea to cut a promo like every single person Eve show. Which I, I, I let me say this right now: Rhea O'Reilly's good at promos. She oh, is good at promos. Oh, she's great. Maybe the best is she the best promo in the business? Like, well, not in the business, but like in person. I mean, it's either her, Nina Samuels, Ginny, or Jamie. Hayes. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, dude. well, <laughs> who's that last one again? Uh, Hater. Who? Jamie Hater. When was the last time we saw her in Pro Wrestling Eve? Wrestle Kingdom 2. So shut up. <laughs> she don't count. She ain't ever coming back. Charles Manson wearing ass, but anyway, uh, whatever. She, I, she, I, I still like her. Kinda. I know. Uh, uh, please come back. Please, please yeah. come back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, this show was great. I don't really have anything to add, man. Uh, nothing. Uh, no. I think we covered everything, man. Like, um, dude, I'm psyched. 
yeah, um, uh, yeah I, apo- I apologize for the um, like the delays and everything, all that stuff. Uh, you know, stuff happens. Got a lot to deal with, but we got we got through it. I really want to talk about this with Brandon. Thank God we got it fucking done. Yeah, and thank God your iPod is not a bitch. Right, right though. What were you using? What were you using before? My phone. Well, your phone sucks. Get it? Like just just burn it. <laughs> I'm glad uh, you have an iPod. At least you have an iPod on standby, so that's good. Right. Uh, but yeah, guys, uh, definitely uh, uh, get uh, get uh, watch Crossing Eve. You can get it on uh, Eve on Demand via Pivot Share. And and most importantly, Pile Drive, a fascist. Pile Drive, a fascist, baby. All right, guys. Uh, this has been uh, our review of Russell Queendom three, and uh, we'll see. We'll see you uh, in February for uh, the rain after Queendom. I'm fucking ready. Same. All right, Let's guys. Do it. This has, this has been Brandon. And this has been Cliff. Casual Clifford. Casual Clifford, and we yes. are signing off. I like it. See you.